before I share what I uh, have uh, for you, uh, we'll let Rebecca talk a little bit about uh, what we are doing with Harvest Hope. Uh, we have some good news. Uh, it is officially starting, and uh, I'll, I'll let Rebecca just say something. <laughs> Who knows God's doing a good thing? Sometimes it looks like things are crumbling around us, but God's still at work and we can't always see it. What Jen said this morning was just, was just brilliant. Sometimes um, we feel like those walls are just crumbling. God has been challenging us and keeping us on our toes. We've finally registered as a, as a proper company limited by guarantee, so we can go about our business now officially all over Australia. Um, we're in the process of registering for a um, benevolent institution, which means that then we can get tax and, um, concessions and people can make tax-deductible donations to the company, which is fabulous. Tomorrow we have our first board meeting, which is really significant because God has been putting things on Patrick's and my heart for years. This is something that has been many years in the making of uh, prophecies that we've held on to and prayed for. In the holidays, I found an old book of prophecies and I went through them and it was just incredible. I'm like, Patrick, you've got to read this. It's, it's the time of these things coming into being now, which is really exciting for us. And so this next step is for us to write our really, our official strategic plan where we actually put on paper what we're believing for in faith. You know, even things down to who we're going to get our sponsorship from and how much we believe, we're believing for and all these um, really, really faith-filled steps that we need to put on paper and then submit to the government. Um, we've got our first in the making, our first commitment of a corporate sponsor. So I won't say who that is yet because we're still in, <laughs> we're still working that through, but they've promised us, they're like, you know, we, we are starting this this um, business and we want our first fruits to go to Harvest Hope Africa. So we're very, very blessed by that. A few weeks ago, we had uh, dinner with some friends. We were just talking out vision and, and where we want to go. And wow, we were just so blown away. We were all crying right through the night. And it was many hours of talking and planning together. And I said to them, this night we will remember for years to come. You know, when you read uh, spiritual books where they talk about their journey and how, how people, really strong ministers, grew their churches or whatever it is, they talk about that night at the dinner table. Well, we've had that, and so now things are really coming into place. Of course, we're taking knocks along the way, mostly with the family, so really prayers would be very much appreciated for that, but we're, we're not stopping this time. Ryan's working on our website, doing an awesome job. It's going to look incredible. <laughs> so um, you'll see us really on the internet soon in our face. Yeah. Alrighty. Um, do you want to talk about the... Uh, oh, uh, how about I hand back to him? <laughs> Thank you, Ryan. Thank you, Jen. Thank you, uh, Pastor Sarah, for introducing what I was going to say today. You all went hope, promises, hope, promises. And Ryan stood up like a prophet there, relaxed but saying amazing things about that song. Just simple but do things differently when you hear the song. 
be silly or whatever, just go because the song has such a spiritual meaning. And uh, that is what I'm talking about today. So thank you very much, Ryan. <laughs> you didn't know you were blessing me there. <laughs> Sometimes prophecy can just come out as a fun thing, simple but powerful. I have <clears throat> two things to say. The first thing I'm going to say is for individuals. This is for you. I won't be able to go in so much details, but I'll just be brave. <clears throat> Genesis 26, uh, verses 12 to 32. You can write it down. You can read it on your time. Because uh, this morning, what I felt is I'm just going to talk, but I'll let God do his work as I talk. Because it is about him. It is about what he's doing. And I am so happy to be part of what God has been doing in the church for a long time. And uh, this is a story, Genesis Chapter 26, verse 12 uh, to 32. It is the story of Isaac. It is about Isaac's uh, prosperity during a famine time. It was a tough time, as Pastor Sarah said. You might be going through a tough time in your personal journey, in your family, as a community, as a church too. The church used to have all the chairs up there. And in my mind, I still thinking the church is still two, three hundred people sitting right there. I've never reduced that in my mind to this number. I'm still looking at it being full in my mind. And uh, <clears throat> it could be tough. There was a famine. People started leaving the town. They disappeared. They went and looked for better life, for better things to do. God told Isaac, stay in the land. Do not go to Egypt. Stay here. And he stayed. Other people went. He stayed there. And God told him, I will protect you, and I will bless you. Let me read. Verse 12 is saying, Isaac planted crops in that land, and the same year reaped a hundredfold because the Lord blessed him. He planted crops, and he harvested hundred times during the time of trouble, of famine. It was not a happy time. And that is where God visited him to show him that I am with you, even during this kind of time. Whatever you are going through, God is with you.
Yes, it was tough. It was very hard for everyone. But he took a step of faith. He planted seed and he reaped hundred times. People became jealous. And the trouble didn't stop, but he stood in God's promises and he reaped hundred times. Yes, it was not easy for him. He stayed in the land. He was scared of the people in the land. And what happened was he started compromising. He, 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 he was trading his wife for his security, for his protection. He put Rebecca in danger because she was so beautiful. And he said, these people are going to kill me because my wife is so beautiful. So I will not say she's my wife. She's just a family member, sort of, there. So if you are looking at me like, yeah, yeah, no, she's there, a family member. That's compromising. God has given him a beautiful wife. Rebecca had a promise. Has God promised God protection as Isaac had. But he forgot about that and said, for my protection, my wife is there. Do not compromise, even if it is hard. Do not give away the most precious thing God has given you. God has given you promises. God has given you gifts. God has given you ministries. Even if nothing is working right now and things seem like they've gone, they are still there. God is not away. God is with you. God has given you those things so that other people might be blessed. Do not compromise. Yes, the time is hard. Do not compromise. Do not give away the most precious thing God has given you. Abimelech looked at him and God, God, God told him, do not touch Rebecca. Do not let anyone here touch. When God protects, you can't touch. Even if you compromise, God is not going to compromise. God protected Rebecca. No one came closer to her. No one touched her because she was protected. No one is going to touch the ministry God has given you. No one is going to touch the gift God has given you. No one is going to change the promises God has given you. No one is going to change that. No one is going to touch that. Even if you have compromised, they are there waiting for you. <clears throat> no one is going to change that. In that situation, he stood up and planted. Because he was with God, God multiplied the seed he planted. God hasn't abandoned you. If, as we all say this morning, God is with us, even if we were going through a tough time, sometimes we were just like talking, but we are just not talking. This is real. This is real. 
The man became rich and his wealth continued to grow until he became very, very wealthy. He had so many flock and had and servant and the Philippine, uh, 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 and Philistine even uh, envied him. They started getting scared of him. Say so he's very rich right now. We can't touch him. We can't do anything. And they started feeling the wells. His father, when he was also in trouble, dug and found water in that region. Because remember, he planted the seed and he chose strategic place where his father had already planted uh, dug wells. This will be the second part of what I'm going to say as a church, as a community. Your fathers, the people who were here before you, or you might also still be here and you know what God has talked about in this church, all the promises, everything you have had. Those are words that have been dug. And the water, life, isn't it? That is not going to change. They might have gone, but those springs are still there. This guy, young generation, stood up and planted, and he ripped hundred times during a hard time. I love this verse. Isaac planted crops in that land, and the same year ripped a hundredfold because the Lord blessed him. They started filling all the words because they were jealous. People are going to be jealous. They will keep pushing you. They will keep pulling you down because you have precious things in you. The community will push you down. People will talk. Things will happen, but God will not abandon you. They moved from one place to another, digging new wells, and they were still finding water. And they still remained rich, strong, because they were with God. They were with God during the time of famine, during the time of trouble. They didn't compromise. They stayed faithful to God, and God kept protecting them. Where people might laugh at you because of your faith. People might feel like, well, you are the only one who was staying in that church. Blah, 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 blah. Let them talk. Let them do whatever. Tell you that. In the trouble, they will bump into trouble but you will not bump into trouble. They will become unstable, you will not be. Life out of God will hit them, but you will be blessed. You will be protected because your hope is in him. You will be strong, you will stay strong. 
better suffer with God than without God. They kept moving. Finally, they found that we can't keep fighting with these people. Wherever they go, digging, they find water. So we are stopping. We are going to stop fighting you. We are going to agree now with you. They will agree with you. Do not give up. They will come back. They will agree. They will make alliance. Uh, they will recognize what is in you. What is in you is not going away. Isaac moved in different places. But God was with him. They say, we saw clearly that the Lord was with you. So we said, they out to be a son agreement between us, between us and you. Let us make a treaty with you that you will do us no harm. I will jump that verse. Isaac then made a feast from, for them, and they ate and drank. The, early the next morning, the men saw and ought to each other. Then Isaac sent them on their way, and they went away peacefully. That day Isaac's servants came and told him about the well they had dug. They said, we have found water again. Finding water everywhere. The water is a source of life. It's the word of God. Water is the promises of God. Even if you think the old promises of God have gone or have been fulfilled or not, God will give you new promises if you seek. God is there. Whatever you dig, you'll find water, even in time of famine, because God is with you. I like to say, God is with you. He will protect you and bless you. Just remember to plant the seed closer to the words. The word of God, the promises of God. Whatever you do. I will jump to the next part of this message. It's the old church now. While praying, I heard these words. Prepare. Make room. Get ready. Hope. And I saw these amazing pictures. I saw people from the north coming down, coming down. There is a movement of people coming down, invading the area. So you get ready. There are movements, and this is very strong in me. There are movement. People are coming down. People are moving. They are coming down. Therefore, prepare. Therefore, make a way. Therefore, extend your tent. 
before get ready. I'll just talk a little bit there. And when I saw this picture of people moving down, and they will keep moving down. They are coming. They are moving. Coming to find the life. And you are in the land. And you have the promises of God. You have the wells already dug. Even if the time is hard, remember, you are chosen. And you get ready. Get your net ready to catch the people. Make yourself ready. Prepare yourself. What are the things that you have been doing as a church that has brought people? These days, one thing that people are looking for is just a church that can smile at people and talk to the people. You have done that so well. Keep smiling to the people. Keep welcoming people. What are the things that as a church you have been doing that have impressed everyone? In my church in Canberra, they have noticed that that is what people are saying. When they come, they found like they are home. And the church is focusing on that. How can we make it even better? That is how you make room. What have we been doing that has been making people go, wow. I felt like I was home. They actually talked to me. They invited me. They did this and that. What have you been doing as a church? Make yourself ready. Get ready. Prepare. I am going beyond that. Seniors, families, young people, children are keys. People are moving. Things are moving. People from all nations. People from different age. People from different life moving, trying to find life. You know this land. It is yours. God has given you this. Claim it. Take it. Prepare. Make room. Get ready. Make room for those people. They are coming down. They are dried. They need water. They need life. They need someone to smile to them. They need someone to talk to them. They need someone to say, you are welcome. They need to hear that someone loves them. Then you say, they have actually invited me. They need someone to say, you are important. I, I, I just feel strong about this. Seniors, do not give up. How many people are coming down? Do not give up. I am impressed by someone special. I love to talk about my mother-in-law. I'm talking about her again. She retired, and she stood up and did two things. And those things that she did changed her church. She stood up and started a senior thing. And when she started that, 
Seniors were coming like crazy. They are still coming like crazy. On Thursday, I think it's on Thursday when they meet, they come like crazy running. The, the best thing for them it is that meeting, the way they go to that meeting. Sit down, eat, talk about their stories, listen to their story, listen to how they suffer, how they are happy or cry together and do things together. The most happiest time of the week is that time. She's not a pastor. She's a pastor. For me, she's a pastor. But because sometimes churches don't some churches don't recognize women ministry, don't value that, so they don't can't call her a pastor. But what she's doing, such amazing things, and the whole church is behind her now. Started it, involve everyone, bang. Receiving more people probably than the people who are coming to church on Sunday. Seniors. They are tired, rejected probably, but when, it, 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 I, I like sometimes to see them when they, they are waiting for that first day. Extend. Do not give up. You are not dying. You are not going anywhere. You have that gift. You have things. Do it. I don't know how in your word that will work. Don't just wait for the pastor. No, no. She started that. She's retired. And then the second thing she started was manly music with little children, families. She's a grandma. And she can't sing, you said? Manly music. Families plant in the church on that, I, I think, Wednesday. So, retired, having two big services with seniors and with children. Families are coming like crazy with little children. They sit down, they talk, they chat, they eat, children play, receive the word of God, go home and say, we, we are coming again and then bring more people. This is your land. This is your land. Plant seed. Do something. Do not wait. Do not waste the time. People are moving. Families are moving. When it gets tougher over there, they will move here trying to find a quiet place. You are creative, people. Create more. Use your creativity. Let the Spirit of God come into your creati creative talent and let God blow other people's minds. Use that. Use that. God has given you that. Use it. Do not be distracted by what is going on. I felt very strong that... This will even be beyond what you know, beyond your understanding or your expectation. It will be like big waves taking you. I'll come back to big waves. Children. I'll talk about children again, but let's go to the younger people. Give them space. You have the land, you have the building, you have everything. Give them space where they can come and be in the presence of God. It is better for them to be 
who they are in the presence of God than anywhere else, where people use them to exploit them. If you have a little bit of money, spend it on them. Do what you can do, and do it now. Get ready for those people coming down. Let me keep going. Children, children, children. How happy were they when they were here? When you are in kid church, do not say you are in kid church. These are one of the most, most powerful people right now here. Prepare it like the pastor has prepared to speak here. And you are chosen at this time to influence this generation. You are preparing the most powerful generation. A few years, in 20 uh, uh, years, in 10, 20, 15, whatever years, you will be sitting there and they will be ministering to you. You better wish that they are ministering to you in such a powerful way that will influence and change things. Plant the seed. Spend the time praying for them and pray well, fast if you can. Do it. Do not wait till you are here to say, I've been not. Do it now. Hiding there. Pray for them. And when preparing, Make it like you've never just know that God is here. You're doing that with God, and you are doing such a... You better do it today in the way that when these children stand up tomorrow, we'll say, so and so. Or when these children are no longer coming to church, they are wherever they are, the word you have put in them will keep protecting them. When they stand up, in trouble, they will remember. So and so told me this. My mother taught me this. The church told me this. I'll tell you this. Those children, they can be in the most toxic, toxic environment, but nothing will touch them. They will be there, surrounded by danger, but the hand of God is over them. And the word that you have put in them will protect them. They won't touch anything, even if everything is open for them. They look at it, they won't touch it. They look at the drug, they won't touch it. They will look at this and that, they won't touch it. Because there is a seed. So do it, do it well. I beg you to do it well. Because there is a secret thing, I'm going to say yeah. Another thing I saw was, I can talk about those children all day because I, think very, I feel very strongly about that. Do not waste time. If it is not working in this area or that area, and it is working with this younger one, make it a priority. Making it a priority. Another thing I saw was big waves, huge waves taking people by surprise. 
You are safe. You love that. That's bringing pleasure when you save. I wish I can save. I think I'm, I'm, I'm going to learn. To, but well, uh, maybe I can just even stand up on the board and just fall in water. It does give you pleasure. And you have learned that you can watch the water. You know this one I can catch. This one can take me fume. You know that. And sometimes you get used to the little waves. Because you know this is how it's always here. But I saw waves coming. And I saw people watching like... This is how it is always, but no, 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 it's not going to be like that. They will be bigger, taking you by surprise. So get ready. If you're not ready, then you can't save. They are scary things, those waves, but if you know how to save, they give you pleasure, isn't it? <laughs> they come rushing, and you are there waiting for them, and then you stand up on the board, and go, and everyone goes, yay! I do that too. I sat down, I saw uh, those people teaching young kids how to surf, and they go on the sand up, stand up, and then lay down, and then go in water, and then when those kids stand up and then do five meters standing up, I am lying down there and going, yeah! <laughs> there will be bigger waves, surprising waves. That is what makes you who you are at the cost, the joy of that. And you can use that. <sighs> that is a blessing. That's a presence of God for you. Use it. Use the big waves. The big waves is big water. <laughs> Take you by surprise. Bigger than you think. So think bigger and prepare. There is hope. The other thing is I saw big and modern building raising up here with the new generation. This and maybe think that you have not been thinking, but maybe people have said this before. <laughs> they have seen this. They have said it. And this is probably, maybe, might come now by surprise. So if it is not coming now, this younger one running here, what I'm feeling in my spirit is they will come here and stand up and say, why did my parent not do anything in this land? They will be angry at you and do something amazing. Because of the seed you have planted. That's why I am begging you, when you're doing kid church, do it differently. Do it with a bigger vision. See beyond. Just don't do it because that's what you have to do in, on Sunday morning to occupy children while parents are listening to the message. No. Change that. Change it. Make it that when you are not here, those kids will stand up and say, my parents have done this, have told me this, have prepared this, and I'm not compromising. I am working in this because I am a leader. Born 
leader, they have seen. When they see you doing things, do it well, so that when they catch the fire, you will be sitting there going, wow. Wow. So for you to do that tomorrow, plant the seed. and Plant it now. And plant it well. The verse I will give you to read is Isaiah 60. Read the whole chapter. Arise, shine, for your light has come. And the glory of the Lord rises upon you. See darkness. Sarah, remember talking about darkness? See darkness covers the earth and thick darkness is over the people. But, but the Lord rises upon you. Nations will come to your light. And kings to the brightness of your dawn. Lift up your eyes and look above you, all assembles, and come to you. Your sons come from far, and your daughters are carried on the heap. Then will look and be radiant. Your heart will throb and swell with joy. The wealth on the seas will be brought to you. To you the riches of the nations will come. Remember, there is a movement. People are coming down. Darkness is inviting them. But you will be the light. They will come with their riches. They will come with everything. Looking for your light. So stand up now and do what you have to do. I believe there is a surprise. Something bigger. Do not give up. <laughs> do not feel like this is the end. There is no end. God is in control. This place is holding treasures, promises from so many leaders and people for years, people who have prayed, have seen things, have declared them. Things have happened, something haven't happened yet. They are going to happen. They are going to happen. Even those, if, if those people are no longer here, they will hear about it. So do not give up. Those are words that have been dug. Water is still there. Promises are still there. Visions you have seen, hope you have hoped, dreams you have had for God haven't gone away yet, even if you're crossing hard time. And when we talk about this again and again and again, it is not because of us. We have nothing but God is the one talking to you now and telling you this thing will happen. They will happen. And our responsibility is to take God at his word. 
to believe uh, what the scriptures and his uh, spoken word say. Scripture is telling us God never abandoned. <laughs> when he promised, he will fulfill. And his spoken word, his rhema, is when he raised up people among us to say, I believe God is doing something right now, or he's going to do something. That's a spoken word of God that he inspired someone to encourage you, to make you strong again, so that you can stand up and believe and go ahead. Do not give up. Do not even try. Do not compromise. Remember, remember Isaac. He planted. But on his weakness, he tried to compromise. Do not compromise. Do not give away the most important things. Do not give up. Let's stand up. Do not give up. Even though you have been forsaken and hated with no one traveling food, I will make you the everlasting pride and the joy of all generations. State of bronze, I will bring you gold and silver in place of iron. Instead of wood, I will bring you bronze and iron in place of stones. I will make peace your governor, and well-being your ruler. God is here. God is with you. You know what to do. Pray. Seize this time. Do not give up. Prepare. Make a way. Be creative. While we are waiting for God to surprise us with what he has to surprise us. You do what you have to do. And the surprise will blow you away and everything you know might be completely changed because God is going to take you where you even have never thought you will be. That is what God can do. Father God, we thank you today. Thank you for your promises. We thank you for everything. We thank you for this time. We thank you for seniors. We thank you for families. We thank you for young people. We thank you, God, for children. We thank you for the gifts you have put in us. We thank you for your word. We thank you because we are still here. <laughs> we are still here. We thank you for the movement. For people who are moving right now. We welcome them. We are opening the doors. We are opening the church. We are opening our heart. We are opening again our ministries, our gifts. To welcome those people. Woo! Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
Holy Spirit, glorify Jesus. Amen. We're going to get the band up and we're just going to jump straight into worship from that. And um, wasn't that a powerful word? Thank you, Patrick. And I just think God's going to seal it in our hearts as we sing. Thank you, team. Lead us away. 